Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of Let's Get Literature. I am your host, Samantha Mickey, and I'm so happy to be here. After months of like ruminating on this idea and dreaming of having my own book, book podcast, I'm here with a name and a logo and everything I need to start this podcast. So I am thrilled. This is going to be a weekly podcast where we can just talk books. I'm going to talk about some of my current reads, what I've just finished reading, probably some past favorites, basically just gush about books like any good reader already does. And if I'm being honest, probably throw some snark at books I wasn't so crazy about. Um, I'm just so happy that you're listening. Thank you so much. And hopefully you stick around and listen next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again. Let's get to it. So as I've stated, this is my first ever episode of podcast recording. So I think that this episode will be probably much shorter than I had intended and other episodes will be as I kind of learn the ropes and get started on this whole process. I think that the it will be like a long form book podcast. Um, but thank you for tuning into this probably really bad wreck of a first episode and I hope that you do stick around when we do uh like segments and hopefully drag other readers on to talk books with me that would be awesome so the first section I'm going to start with is my current reads The first book I am currently reading is the second book in the Outlander series by Diana Gabaldon. You probably already know these books and the accompanying star show, Um, but I am so late to this party. I loved the first book. I finished it quite a while ago and coming into the second book, it's just such a a good work of literature. So far, it's an incredible series. I feel like the way that she has bridged between the second book and the first book is probably one of the best ways I have seen like a series like that bridged. It felt like I was coming back to a home that I had known. And you know, when you open the door to your home and you've been gone for a while and you just like it smells like home and maybe you get to see your family or your pets or whatever. That's how I felt. And I just love the way she writes her characters. And I love the way that she steeps her readers in the setting. It's just phenomenal. And you can tell she does a lot of history back work that readers do see in how knowledgeable the books come across. Like you would think that she was a time traveler and she was living in that time. So I love these books. I love bricks. For a long time when I kind of lost my way, like with books, I avoided bricks. Like I would only read very short books. But as I've come back to reading and settled into 
regular reading again, I just find, I just love returning to a big book and just seeing all that in front of me and being able to kind of live with that story for a while. So I am working through Dragonfly and Amber by Diana Gabaldon and I love it. The second book I'm currently reading is the current Reese Witherspoon's book club pick for this month. It's The Jet Setters by Amanda Eyre Ward. It is so good. Now, let me start by saying I'm certainly okay with celebrities having book clubs and picking books and bringing attention to literacy. Perhaps the people that wouldn't have that like want or have reading in their direct like line of vision. I think that it is incredible and uh, right now the only one I'm following is Reese Witherspoon because I just am a big fan of her as an actress and I just think that her persona on social media is just so lovable and so I have been reading along with her book club for probably over a year now and I have loved every pick and I just love that she picks uh, so diversely and I feel like she really meets every reader and although I know that's not true I know for sure there's books that some people don't like or um, you know some people don't maybe don't like the whole idea of it I just think that her picks are excellent and so far I've loved them so the jet setters is a family drama it is so good the characters are complex which I love when it comes to reading fiction I just love a really complex character because I don't think that in real life people are inherently like all bad or all good I think that we are really complex and I think that when a book portrays that I just love the reality of it I love like struggling to know and and figure out if I like a character if I'm rooting for or against them and that's what I feel like this book is I honestly don't know yet if I like any of the characters and I'm a quarter of the way through I know who I have an inclination towards but I don't know if I'm gonna end up like rooting for them in the end you know it's an excellent excellent book I recommend that you pick it up it's just it's so good and uh basically (laughs) it's it starts in the past and we get this kind of glimpse of a family and then it shoots forward quite some time and we see this dysfunction and this brokenness in this family but we don't know what got us there and right now I'm like I said I'm about a quarter of the way through and I don't know if you know what's happened to get them where they're at but I know that there's been trauma and the trauma has broken the family, not brought them more together. So it's very interesting. I'm totally getting ready to wrap up this podcast early so I can go read. Maybe, (laughs) but I'm looking at right now and I'm thinking, man, I really want to read. And any book that I feel that way about is a really good book to me. I don't care about literary merit. If it's a good book to me, it's a good book. Literature for all. Am I right? And that is what I'm currently reading.
So what I'm going to discuss next are books that I've recently finished reading. And by recently, I mean that I have a book cart in this room that I deem a library in my home. And the top, it's like one of those little rolly bookshelves. And it's just a three-tier rolling cart. And the top section is like my TBR intended reads for the month. And then the bottom is the books I finished recently and I need to shelve. So this is that section. It's the bottom cart of my bookshelf. Yeah, I like that. Uh, The first one I want to talk about, and I'm going to gush about. So if you don't like to hear gushing, you might want to fast forward like 20 minutes. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, It's called Don't Overthink It by Ann Bogle. And oh, my goodness as someone who has anxiety and someone who overthinks everything including this podcast by the way this book was an incredible find i was lucky enough to be part of the launch team and also go to the launch party at ann's house and i just can't tell you how much i love it enough it is not only an incredible book, just like at face value, the information that Anne brings as a relatable expert, but it also has these actionable steps where you can take everything you've read and put it into practice, which for me is the biggest thing I dislike about any kind of like self-improvement or self-help books okay, your ideas are great, but how do I bring them back to my life? Anne has addressed that, and I can honestly say this is the first like self-help, like self-improvement book I've ever read that I love and recommend to everyone. Catch me shoving this book to everyone I know. It's that great, really, and truly phenomenal. Also, If you somehow stumbled on this podcast and don't know who Ann Bogle is, please go look up Ann Bogle if you love books. She's just so great. I love her. It was such an honor to be in her home and meet her. In many ways, Ann is who inspired me to get back to reading. So I really, really am a fangirl. And... She has a podcast called What Should I Read Next? And it's phenomenal. And you definitely need to go give it a listen. If for some reason you haven't already, that's what I recommend. My next book that I want to talk about is a book of the month pick. It's The Family Upstairs by Lisa Jewell. It is creepy and so good. I love Lisa Jewell. Let me let me just say I love thrillers thrillers, crime, procedurals, like anything dark and twisty, I love. Lisa Jewell does it so well, and this is no exception. This, I didn't see the ending coming. I knew I was I was hinted a little bit, but I certainly didn't see what was coming. And I read a lot of these, so sometimes I do figure it out super early, but I didn't, and I was impressed. It was a very quick read for me not because it was like an easy read but because I just couldn't put it down 
I would definitely recommend this if you've read Lisa Jewell and you like it, or if you're just looking for a new author in thriller, like mystery category. Lisa Jewell's a good author in this category, and she has a lot, I think, that she's written. So definitely check it out. Again, it's The Family Upstairs by Lisa Jewell. The next one, listen, you need to go buy this book right now. It is called The Recipe for a Perfect Wife by Karma Brown. Oh my goodness. It is a mysterious, domestic, suspenseful, incredible book. So one thing you need to know about me is I love historical fiction. And this was alternating timelines between the 1950s and currently. And the thing that ties these two timelines together is a home. And the modern timeline finds uh, belongings and like things that belong to the previous owner who we are also following in the 1950s. And I'm not going to give any spoilers. I'm just going to say that as someone who loves historical fiction and also I just love a good like domestic suspense thriller type story, this was so good. And I kind of knew what was coming. At least if you're rooting for the right people, you know what's coming and you hope more than anything, you hope you know what's coming. But oh my goodness, when it actually happened, I was just like jaw open, jaw on the floor like yes like so much satisfaction so this is such a good book and like please go buy it it is so good again that is recipe for a perfect wife by karma brown and finally the the final book that i'm going to be talking about for my current reads is the miniaturist by jesse burton so this was one of those books that i pick up a lot and i don't know if that's embarrassing or not I don't know maybe it's shameful but I love a book with like a pretty cover that catches my eye and not just pretty but like one that I see and I'm like hmm I wonder what that's about you know anyone else with me I don't know maybe not but this was one of those books and I was browsing Barnes and Noble with my husband and that is my favorite thing to do by the way on date night my favorite I can find a book and sit in a comfy chair with a cup of coffee for hours. Hours. So good. I love touching books, browsing books. Oh, I love it. But this was one I had kind of stumbled upon. I had seen it briefly on Instagram, Bookstagram before I had went, but it wasn't one I was actively seeking. And so when I saw it on the shelf, it was familiar, but it was it's just such a pretty cover. If you like want to see a really cool cover and also if you want to read this phenomenal book I would recommend it this is historical fiction and it's very very unique one of the prompts for one of the reading challenges I was tracking was historical fiction not set in World War II and for me like, I love World War II fiction, but it, I mean, there is certainly a lot of it. And this one was definitely not what I was expecting. It, it It's suspenseful. Again, it's kind of a domestic type suspense. It's creepy and 
I, I don't want to say magical, but there's an element to this that feels otherworldly. Uh, maybe magical realism. I don't know. It's it's good. And it brings in a lot of controversial topics that aren't controversy now, but would have been back when it was written. And I think that it delves into it pretty well. I think I gave it like a four stars on Goodreads. It it lacked a little bit with characters for me. Just a little bit. I, maybe no one else feels that way. But I loved it. It was something that when I wasn't reading it, like when I was teaching, I couldn't stop thinking about. And it was one of the books that like I would sneak on my planning and on my... <laughs> on my lunch break and and just you know find any pocket of time to read a couple pages so it was a good book I definitely recommend it the cover's really awesome on the paperback at least and yeah I definitely recommend it so the final segment I don't know what I'm going to call it yet. The final segment I'm going to do is going to be my, like one of my favorite books of all time. And that might be a, like a, a recently read, or it might be something that I have read at some point that I just can't stop thinking about and that I tend to recommend a lot. So the first book is an easy pick for me. It's Wild by Cheryl Strayed. Oh my goodness. At a time in my life where finishing books was like not an easy task for me, where I just couldn't find the motivation to read, this book brought me so much and it means so much to me. And it's crazy that books can do that, but I just love Cheryl Strayed. I've read a lot of her work. I think I've read all of her work now. I have multiple copies. In fact, I buy copies all the time so I can give them out uh, to like friends and so I can say, hey, have you read this? And when they say no, I just hit them with a copy and like keep it. It's yours. Please read it and love it as much as I do. Uh, I actually initially heard about this book on the Gilmore Girls Survival. So I was like a super late arrival to this. The book had been out for a while. The movie had been out. And I heard about it because of Lorelai Gilmore and I was just interested because I think that they present it in such a way in the revival, it's so like life-changing for Lorelai and it brings her kind of like, of course it's Gilmore Girls and it's Lorelai. It brings her kind of some clarity and it inspires her. And so I thought, man, like this was a tough time in my life. I needed, I needed that. And it's so good. So in case you don't know, I'm sure you do. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you're like, wow, how have you not, how did you not read this earlier? But it's about Cheryl. It's Cheryl's personal like memoir journey. And she is in a really dark place in her life. Uh, She's lost her mom and her mom was such a bright spot for her. And so she, after many struggles with drugs and a divorce and, and infidelity, she decides to hike the Pacific Crest Trail on the West Coast of America. And she really just chronicles her journey and the hike that she takes, but also the metaphorical hike. And that sounds corny, but it's true. The metaphorical hike that she takes through her struggles and her mindset and 
and what's been troubling her. And it's, it's just so insightful. And you know, it's hard to talk about a book you love without sounding so repetitive and stupid. If you haven't read this, if you are not late to the train as I was, if you're still on the station, please, please get this book. It's life-changing. And for me, it, oh my gosh, it's just so good. (laughs) I thought this would be easier talking about my favorite book. It's not, it's not easy. (laughs) But (laughs) on that note, I'm going to try to get better at that for next episode. going to try. So with that being said, I am going to wrap up today's episode. As I've said, it's shorter than I was, that I intend it to be, but it's been, it's going to be a good experience to edit and get it out into the world and hopefully have a good reception. So uh, again, thank you for listening. If you've gotten to this point and you've listened, thank you. You can find me on Instagram at Swift Bookworm. That's about the only social media I have right now. Maybe eventually I'll have a website and other things. But right now, I'm just going to keep to my personal Instagram, at Swift Bookworm. Please feel free to follow, and I'll give updates there. And if you're from my Instagram, thank you. Thank you. And if you're one of my students, thank you so much. Hi, this is Miss Mickey. (laughs) So, again, thank you for listening to the first ever episode of Let's Get Literature and Again, my name is Samantha Mickey. Have a great day, guys.